0: welcome back to Great Chat. Last week, we had our first part of the New Wife Tribe conversation. Let's go ahead and jump back in for part two. And that that's a real wife right there. Because we, a lot of the messaging that's going out about relationships are not pro-marriage. Like, when you really think about it, it's like, why would I kick my husband to the curb because he lost his job? Like, why wouldn't I just step up and take
1: care of things? Like, this world is so weird but I'm especially not when I'm it. equipped to do that or you know right. I can't equip me to do so mm-hmm.
2: especially when you have a husband who has been taking care of you like he's been taking care of you all of this Listen. time all of a sudden he's mm-hmm. down and out
0: and then you decide that you can't do the same for him what kind of partner are you
2: right, right. that's, that's crazy. crazy to me
0: Ooh-wee. but that that's actually a great segue into my next question um because there is this big push for like traditional gender roles and men being providers and women being like the nurturers and the caretakers and so on and so forth. And so I wanted to ask you guys, do you subscribe to traditional gender roles in your marriage or is it more of a partnership? It's, so, it's-
1: gender role.
2: <laughs> okay what is a gender role there there are no gender roles around here um mm-hmm. whoever gets to it first or whoever's the best at that particular thing is you know that's kind of the way we go about things i am the better planner so i usually plan all the things you know um so it's just like whoever's if you see the garbage then grab the garbage if if he sees the dishes aren't done then he does the dishes the, the general things it
1: doesn't work in our home same um you know i come. i've come to learn that i hate well i already knew no, i hated doing the, the dishes but i've learned more um during my software life that there's a lot of chores that i just don't like to do and mm-hmm. my <laughs> husband does <laughs> or he doesn't and he may not even like it but he'll do it because it's something i don't like to do so he takes on the load like when i was pregnant being cooked a whole lot he fed us a whole lot he honestly was solely responsible probably for you to be through my pregnancy and eating because i was not and so he, you know, was like, I'm going put my apron on. He was like, What you mean? He cooked breakfast, he cooked dinner, if he had to go buy something. Mm-hmm. That man picked it up. So child, that's why I'll be brief about that one. Listen,
0: Come me play. too. Cause I'm like, <laughs> laundry hate it. It's <laughs> like my husband does not mind doing the laundry. And I'm like, I do most of the cooking, but my husband will also get in there and cook, you know, when it needs to get done. If it's a matter of, you know, I clean the bathroom, you do the dishes, or I'll do the trash, or you do the vacuum or whatever it is, it's, it really is a partnership. And I love that for us, that he is not that, you know, caveman type of husband to be like, you you do cook, you do clean, I go to work, and that's it. And
1: it's like, No. <laughs>
0: Get in here and help me
1: out. <laughs> right. Well,
0: I know you see me struggling. Get in here and help me out. So I know we chat a little bit about tender rolls and it sounds like everybody's on the same page that whatever needs to get done, we just get it done. We're not concerned about the man has to do this or the woman has to do that. But one of the things that I know we all struggle with because we we our group chat be lit when this is the topic of conversation <laughs> talk about this independent spirit that is not trying to let us go like um whoever wants to kind of jump in what has your struggle been with independent strong black woman trope and everything like that and how has that affected your marriage okay well i'll go first
1: Uh, I'm giggling because uh, I, I was the epitome of a girl from a Strong Black mm-hmm. Now, I never think I need a man, so, it's, you know, let's, let's We still need it. our so men. Amen. I need our man. But I definitely was like, I can do it myself. And I, I'm i still trying to get rid of that, that stigma. me, of I still struggle heavily with it. Um, and so one time I was telling the girls, um, it actually was the other day. And I was carrying something and Ben had got it, like he took it out of my hand or something like that. And he was like, let somebody help you. And the way that thing hit me, because he was so serious, like he didn't say it like in a mean way, but more stern, like stop trying to be everything and let me help you. Like that's what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. And my whole thing is I don't want, you know, and I know I'm not the only person we throw around this word often that we don't want to be a burden mm-hmm. or maybe, For me, um, I've counted on people before and been let down consistently. And so I'm like, the only way I'm going to get it done is if I do it, you know, or the only way it's going to be done right is if I do it and and tying into trust. So I had to learn how to trust my husband that certain things that I needed when I needed help, you know, because certain things that I don't necessarily need help with, but the things I know I need help with in the back of my head, and I'm just like, I don't know if I trust him wholeheartedly to carry out, it in the way that I would want or just to carry it out period I had to learn how to trust him um as a partner that even if it's not perfect or to my standards that I can still let down my cape let down my guard and be like I'm just gonna hand some things off to you because if not it's going to only get worse like I'm not gonna trust him more because I'm taking on more on my end it's just gonna make me feel like he's incapable which I know he's not so Yeah, I just had to learn
0: how to trust him more to be able to do the things that I know I needed help with. So I'm going to push a little bit, Ronnie. Because, um, (laughs) (laughs) specifically because, of course, you have your two daughters, and Mm -hmm. now you have baby Parker. And Mm -hmm. so how does trust and trusting your husband while also trying to break out of independence, like how has that affected you being a new mom?
1: It has affected me, probably more than I want to admit to. Um, mainly it's because I had developed a rhythm being a mom, a single mom, like that I could not rely on my uh, two daughters' fathers to help me. They weren't there, location-wise, close, or you know, just mentally, physically, they weren't supportive. So I had created my own rhythm of what that looked like for me to work with them. Like I know how to vacuum and hold a baby or, you know, drive and, and feed the baby a bottle at the same time. And coming into this, my husband, his oldest daughter is 20 years old. So he is, he he was a little rusty, you know, when it came to caring for a baby. Um, and I've, I've had to learn how to allow him to find his rhythm again, um, all the while taking the reins off of me, like taking all of the, of the responsibility of having to do all of these things off of me, no longer feeling like I have to be the one to feed the baby, clothes the baby, you know, be there all the time, basically leaning on my village, you on my husband. Um, he asked me one time, he was like, you know, what can I do to help you? And I did not have an answer for him, because in my mind, I'm like, i should i'm supposed to do all of these things because that's over the years that's where i was conditioned to think and believe that i only had for the most part myself my my grandmother she helped me a little bit but she was older so she couldn't just you know be lugging babies around all over the place so i had to be the one to do all those things and to come into it now having a baby with a partner and he's there all the time i don't know what to do with him (laughs) Mm. i don't know what to do with him i didn't know how i didn't know what what jobs to pass off to him. I didn't know what to ask him for help for. I just I just didn't know. So these are things that I'm still learning how to do. Like still to this day.
0: I feel like all the ladies need to just say Amen. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) What you got angel? (laughs) Mm.
2: So I am an only child, technically. Um, I say technically because I haven't born of sisters. Um, but we all grew up in, in separate states, separate households. So I'm, you know, an only child. Um, for a lot of my childhood, it was just me and my mom. Um, so I have watched my mom be the strong, independent woman. Um, she did a lot by herself. And when I say a lot by herself, I mean bought a house, renovated a house, you know, you know, the uh, when I say renovated the house, I mean doing the work herself, a lot of it. Um, so I have never been the type of woman that is afraid of getting my hands dirty. Mm-hmm. Um, so funny story. Uh, sometime last year, our dryer broke, and I'm like, okay, well, we'll just figure out what's wrong with it. We'll fix it. Um, my husband comes home and I have the back of the dryer taken off. The tools are out. I don't change the fuse in the dryer, and he's standing there looking at me like you weren't gonna wait for me to get home. And I'm looking at him like why? <laughs> for what reason? I don't like. I didn't. I didn't need to. You know, wait for you to get home to figure this out. Or, but um, I'm learning that even though I can doesn't mean that I have to.
1: Um,
2: mm. Even even though I'm capable of doing it myself, I don't have to do it myself. Even though I might want to do it myself, I can still leave space for my husband to feel like I need him. Because I do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm, along with Ronnie, still learning that to this day that I don't have to be Superwoman. I don't have to do everything by myself. I can give him space to be,
0: you know, my husband, my help, my partner. Mm-hmm. I love that angel and ditto, <laughs> ditto. And it's, it's, it's almost like our independence has become like our second nature. Like that's just what, you know, we we just know to do that, right? We know to step yeah. in, we know to get it done because for decades we've been doing it on our own. And so to automatically defer to somebody else, that's a foreign practice no matter how long y'all dated. Right. And so for mm-hmm. me, it, I'll, I'll give it, I'll give an emotional example. Cause uh, Angel gave a very good physical example, but I'll give an emotional example. Um, so my husband and I were married for about four months um, before his father passed away. On my side, my dad and I just reconnected back in 2018 and our relationship is still being figured out to this day. And at the time, I didn't realize how much I was affected by him not um, being, being virtually present for the wedding. Um, we sent out a Zoom link and things like that, and he was not on the Zoom. And with my husband's father passing, I began to feel the weight of the absence of my dad. You know, even though he's still living, but just feeling like, dang you you're not even here you could be right (laughs) and Mm -hmm. so i'm feeling all of that feeling the grief feeling you know the 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 fears of about to turn 40 and everything like that and i was an emotional wreck like on the verge of spiraling into a cave and i remember my husband being like babe are you okay and i'm like i'm good now one of the things you need to know about being married, especially to an intentional husband, is they see right through you. Mm-hmm. They, they know when you're not all right. <laughs> and, sure. and um, so I was just like, I'm OK. And clearly was not OK. And I remember being in prayer and I was just crying to God. And I was just like, God, this is a lot. Like, how do I carry all of this? How do I deal with this? There's so many burdens, you know, just really like frustrated. And God was like, why aren't you leaning on your husband?
1: Hmm.
0: Like, like that's what he's here for. Why aren't you leaning on your husband? And I'm like, well, I don't want to add any more. I don't want to burden him. I don't want to put any more on him than what he's already dealing with. And God is like, but that's your husband. And I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, okay. And so what the Lord had me do was to cry out in prayer for myself. In the presence of my husband. Mm. Which is something I hadn't really done before. Like we've we've always prayed together. And we pray for ourselves. But God was like no. I need you to communicate your fears. And concerns about life. And the burdens of your heart. In the presence of your husband. So he can hear you. Wow. And I was like oh. <laughs> I'm getting weepy just thinking about it. Right. Y'all. I'm like But it was like. In that moment, I learned that that is what my covering is for. Yeah. Like my covering is there to help me. Like we 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 hype up women as the help me and we are the help me, but the men are there to help too. Mm-hmm. And as I began to like share my heart and tell him what was really going on and not the surface level, but what was really going on, I literally felt the burdens lift off of me. And Mm -hmm. I realized that in our independence, because we've been let down and disappointed and abandoned and all these things, we learn to self-soothe and we learn to compartmentalize how we feel. And we do that all within ourselves. But when you get married, you cannot rob your husband of the opportunity of covering you because you don't want to be vulnerable, right? Because you don't want to learn to trust him on that level. And it sounds weird. I I thought about it when Ronnie said it. It sounds weird to say you're learning to trust your husband, but you are. You, You trusted them on one level as your boyfriend, right? Or as your fiance. But learning to trust your husband that's a whole, it's a it's a different thing, y'all. Absolutely. And I had to learn, and I'm still learning that. Like, I, I, I tend to default to not wanting to be a burden. Or mm-hmm. I don't want to be too much. Or I don't want to do too much. Or I don't want to, you know, all the lies that the enemy tells us that we're not supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But the more that we grow and the more that we mature in our marriage, like I'm learning that a lot of that has to do with ridding myself of this need to be independent and do it all by myself
1: yeah that's good the, the reading the thinking I have to do it every single thing by myself uh, when Angel was talking about her and uh, her mom having to do it all it just made every time I I hear it you know she's told us, told us before but every time I hear it it's just like Reminded me of me. It's like, I felt like I had to do every single thing. And, you know, there was times where I still do. Like, Ben now, he takes Riley to school. You know, he's, uh, I'm, off, I'm off right now recording this. So he's basically at home with the girls taking care of them. I, if you would have asked me, would this have been my life five years ago? Or would I have been comfortable enough to mm-hmm. let this be a thing five years ago? I would have said, absolutely not. Like, there's no way. Mm-hmm. Especially from past traumas and life. Like, uh-uh. I have to, you know, make sure I'm there with my eyes on them all times and to know that I trust a human being that is not their biological father and it's Parker's biological father is not theirs and trust him to take care of my most prized possessions and to help me raise them is, is a testament to God and his love for sure and how mindful he is. Of us because I know you know single parents you know you feel like nobody's ever gonna want you or you feel like nobody's ever going to want to take on your your quote unquote burden because children aren't burdens but you feel like they'll be a burden to someone else and when you find that person who's saying hey hey I'm really I'm willing to get in the trenches with you I'm willing to be covered in mm-hmm. throw up and mm-hmm. you know having to put their kids and picking up their clothes and all these things or having to spend you know, our last little extra coins to buy them, you know, whatever food that they're wanting and we get some a little bit less, you know, because if money's a little short and they're willing to do that with you as if they're yours is, I say all the time, I feel like I'm God's favorite because, you know, he did not have to position me to meet that man or put me in a position to meet that man and for him to care about me that much to say, hey, you know, I think, I think he would be nice for you. And then for me to make the decision to love him. And like you said, Beck and trust him. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I just be in awe every day sometimes just to look back mm-hmm. on what, what life looks like now.
0: I want to take a moment to just celebrate the things that we love about our husbands the things that we love about being married, the things that we love about ourselves as we're evolving as women. And we can just kind of popcorn this and just, you know, throw out different things. And I'm going to have Angel go first and then we'll just, you know, have a little love fest concerning being married and then we'll wrap it up.
2: One of the biggest things that I love about my husband is his kindness. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is kind to everyone. He is kind to the janitor. He's kind to the president. Uh, he is kind to children. He's kind to the elderly. I love his heart, his heart for people. Um, he definitely has a servant's heart, and he practices that in and out of the home. Um, he is my biggest cheerleader. He supports me in everything that I want to do. Um, I'm back at school right now, and that is a, a beast for me. And he has, you know, stepped up and tremendous ways for me um to make sure that you know nothing is lacking at home. Um I just love that
1: man, y'all. Period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Period. <I'm> <laughs> um what I love about my husband is that he gave me the courage to stand flat footed in my know and my boundaries. Like he he taught me that it's okay to be firm and not have to because I was just telling the girls earlier I'm an over-explainer and a lot of times when he's saying something like his no be like flat out no and I'd be like huh are you sure because I'm so used to people giving (laughs) me their gray areas and he's like I'm he used to he tells me all the time I will let you know if if something bothers me like you don't have to ask or second guess me I'll let you know I will tell you I'm uncomfortable with this I don't like this and so that's taught me to do the same thing I was like if you could be as confident as you are in that, then I wanna see what it's like on my end for me to do that. So mm-hmm. um, I'm definitely thankful for them. I'm thankful, like Angel said, him being my biggest cheerleader, uh stepping up when I needed him the most and not giving any gripe about it. Like I can sometimes just see it on his face that it's a lot. But he never makes me he never projects his uh his tiredness and stuff like on me. He never makes me feel bad for needing him. Um, He never makes me feel bad for needing his support. Um, He's probably one of the most ambitious, hard workers. That man works hard, Mm -hmm. like, day in and day out. So I know, just like I said in our vows, like, I feel safe with him. I feel like if our backs were up against the wall, that he's the one person I know for sure that I can count on. So, you know, I just be thanking God every day. Like, I I just thank you for sending me him and all his flaws and all. I'm just thankful for the person that he is I'm just thankful for him as a human being, mm-hmm. even if he did nothing to perform um him just being who he is um is is plenty for me, you know, so I just um like i can't say i just i love that man yeah. and, <laughs> you know i I love him real bad real bad real bad. Real, real bad. <laughs>
0: I would say my husband is a servant at heart. Like Mm -hmm. if it's if it's something going on, my husband finna show up. (laughs) He finna help. He finna find out how he can serve, how he can support. Like he is that guy. (laughs) Um I love that my husband is a man of his word. What he says is what he means. If he says he's gonna do it, it's gonna get done. Like I don't have to worry about him being shady or sketchy or, you know, doing one thing and saying, you know, saying something else like he is consistently who he is, regardless of what crowd he's in. I love that my husband intentionally loves me. I love that. He studies me. I, I I don't know if I said this publicly, but I feel like my husband has a master's degree in Becca right now. Like he's working towards his PhD, but he clearly has a master's degree in me. Um, <laughs> but he is, he is so very like loving. He's kind. Um, I want to say he's gentle, but he's also very much like my pusher. You know what I'm saying? Like he's my cheerleader, but he's also like, Hey, You come on, let's get it together. Let's get up. What you said you was gonna do. Let's go. Like he's gonna hold me accountable. Um, and he's my very best friend. Like he jokes and he's like, nah, them girls is your friends, your besties. And I'm like, Yeah, but you're my bestie on a different level. Like this is different kind of best friendship. And I love that within our marriage, we can put on different hats and say, Hey, I'm I need to talk to you like my friend today what's going on? Yes. Or I can put on the, the, the ministers and be like the Lord has a word for you. Um, or we can just be extremely goofy and silly and dance and just have fun together. And I overall, I just love that. I don't have anything missing in the relationship, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. whatever it is that I feel I need from another human being, like he's got it. Um, and I love that I can be that for him as well. And so my my final little question for us y'all, um, how have you evolved as a woman now that you are a wife
1: hmm. it's <laughs> 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 oh, it That's a big question. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. big it is um I say. Just kind of going back to what I was saying, me feeling confident in my boundaries um, and saying no and standing up for myself. uh, I know for sure I have evolved in that area because I was the ultimate people cruiser. Um, I felt like I had to always be on for people, um, for them to like me. Um, I think I have probably, (laughs) I feel like I may have gotten a little too comfortable in my vulnerability (laughs) with being (laughs) Mm-hmm. I'm, at, I'm at the house, and I'm like, I told him, like, you see areas of me nobody in my life has seen and experienced. Like, that's including some of my favorite people, which is my grandmother and my sister. You know, ever since my mom, I feel like he is on the level that my mom was on, how she kind of knew me. Mm-hmm. And I never thought that I would be at that place with a spouse, let alone, you know, a whole husband, because um, I have a whole husband You're out here. here. So I feel like, yeah, definitely in my my standing flat foot in my boundaries and uh, being completely vulnerable. And so I've learned who Sharona is as an adult woman. And it's still an unfamiliar territory for me, so I'm still learning that space. But I'm like, I like it, you know? I like that I feel good in my my womanhood and where I am. And I don't feel like I have to prove anything to anybody anymore. Mm. But so, yeah, he's, mm-hmm. he's done
0: that for me, for sure. I love that. Angel, what you got? Ooh, Chile. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, How has I evolved as a woman? You know, I'm not really sure how to answer that question. That's such a big question.
0: Um, Let me see if I can break it down a little bit for you. So how can you say any way that you have become better now that you're married? Yes. Um,
2: I think I see, you know, I've always been the type of person that sees the glass as refillable. Um, Like it's not half empty, not half full. Like we can refill it. There's more that can be put in it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think, being a wife and a woman, um, this first year of marriage has really amplified that for me. Um saving hard for when it has to be. And um I guess those are my biggest my biggest points. It's just saving, you know, everything doesn't have to be the end of the world. Um everything doesn't have to be an absolute. When it gets hard it's gonna get better again. Those are my points, I suppose.
0: Mm. When you thought it's
1: only better to yeah,
0: I, I like that too. And it doesn't always have to be hard. Like it doesn't no. always have to be hard. Now, see, you look at you over there, like I don't know, and you come drop these nuggets, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> hey girl.
1: That was really good. It really makes
0: a for sure. Yeah, like okay. Um, for me, I would say. Since I have gotten married, I feel like, (laughs) this is going to sound corny, but I feel like the caterpillar is a butterfly. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like where where there may have been limits in my life, I feel like there aren't any limits to what I can accomplish, Mm -hmm. you know, with the support of my husband. I feel that I feel more beautiful. I feel sexier. I feel more confident. I feel more sh- more sure of myself. Um I feel that like there's no more delays in life. Like I I don't know. Like it just feels like connecting with my husband, marrying my husband and with the safe space that he's created for me to evolve, like I literally can be whoever I want to be. And at the same time, I'm comfortable knowing that I don't have to become anybody else but me, like just being confident and just being Becca. Um, My husband has really, I'm not giving him all the glory because we know all glory goes to God. But my husband has had a huge hand in helping me get to this level of confidence. And I'm not even all the way there yet. (laughs) But he has really like helped me to see me in a way that no man has ever done for me before, and so yeah, I'm I'm becoming, and I, and I love this woman that I'm becoming, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm just grateful for the time and the space that this is happening, right? Like this is a really good time in life, and I'm not saying wait till you're 40 to get married. That's not what I'm saying, y'all, but I am grateful that. I kind of lived my life and then got
2: me. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Mm. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm grateful and
2: that. That doesn't that. have to be about age too. That's another, that's going back to knowing yourself and experiencing the things that you want to experience. Live your life, girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Travel. Mm-hmm. Chase your dreams. Change mm-hmm. your hair color if you feel like it. Cut your hair if you feel like it. Do the things that you want to do. Mm-hmm.
1: Because whatever man is meant for you, he's gonna find you where he's supposed to. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, exactly. It, it's, it's nothing that you can do to position yourself for a husband, not authentically at least. Like if yeah, you get right. one, he might be a counterfeit. You know, it might be someone mm-hmm. who's not necessarily meant for you. But okay. you know, if, 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 you if, know. He, if, he, if he finds you, he's gonna find you regardless. Like it, you no know, mm-hmm. matter what okay. you're doing. You I cannot hate marriage. You.
2: Mm. say that again angel
1: come on now you
2: cannot behave your way into marriage okay
0: because i was crossing t's and dot I's and was lonely and and lonely and sad and dm's dry and everything else and i'm like well i'm doing right what's going on yeah we've been
2: we've been conditioned to think that we need to you know wrap ourselves in glitter and in bows in order Mm -hmm. to be palatable or appealing for marriage and
1: that's just not true but also, can we say that that's how you—that's the quickest way to not be prepared for marriage?
0: yeah like, if you're
1: asking God to position you to to see your husband, but you are you're presenting the counterfeit version. What makes you think God wants to send his best to you, and you're not being real with yourself? You're that not presenting oh, the real part. Like, because j- just because we're his best, I would hope that you would think your husband is God's best for you too. And so he's like, I'm going to send my best son out there. And you think I'm going to send him if you're being not authentic? So you got to be the best version of who you are. Or even just you, the version that you are, instead of somebody else, you know.
0: Absolutely. And, yeah, ladies, y'all might be a little upset with what I'm about to say. But God loves his sons, too. Come on. Okay. And he's not going to send nobody raggedy to one of his sons. And he's not going to send somebody that's going to be playing games and being manipulative and mm-hmm. trying to take control of him. Like, God's not going to send what's not his best for his sons either. Like, I know mm-hmm. y'all want to be the prize, but these men are prizes okay. too. So, yeah. Nobody is <laughs> <invite him laughs> a prize. He's he a prize now. If mean, you don't think okay. so, I advise you to wait a little bit longer.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's okay. It's all right.
0: You're just not there yet absolutely um well that was kind of impromptu but that was what i was going to say anyways <laughs> if we had any encouragement for our listeners but i know that was toward our single our single sisters but do you guys have any final thoughts for other newlywed wives that are out there like any encouragement or or anything like that that you may feel led to share
1: i would say um to adjust your expectations but also verbalize them, you know, before you go into something, let, have that hard conversation with your significant other, just to make sure that your expectations are aligning or they're even aware of them, but then also adjusting them, like show, realizing that you're gonna have to show grace a little bit more than you may have thought that you would. Um, And just know that your husband is also adjusting as well, He's not just supposed to go into the land, all of his stuff down to pick up yours and you don't do the same. Um, or you having grace for him. I mean, he's having grace for you, but you have none for him. So I would just say that definitely verbalize your expectations. Just, you know, just have an insurmountable <laughs> amount of grace. Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
1: I think I would say
2: to enjoy all of the moments They say, you know, I've heard the hardest, but my first year was lit. It was Lady City over here. I don't know. (laughs) I Um, I really really (laughs) enjoy my husband's company. Um, Mm -hmm. Like you said, Becca, he is my bestie. We laugh together. We are some goofballs at home. Mm-hmm. enjoy each other really soak it in like live in the moment sometimes we get you know so futuristic where we're like waiting to get to the next thing we're waiting to become parents or we're waiting to buy a house or we're waiting for this or we're waiting for that or we're looking to other couples and we start comparing but just enjoy what makes your marriage yours What works for the two of you will only work for the two of you. So enjoy each other.
0: Yeah. I love that. That's Mm -hmm. That's a word. Um, My little nuggets for the newlywed wives out there. um, For one, protect what is precious to you. I know it's Mm -hmm. tempting to want to you know post on socials and put this out and put that out it's okay for some things to just between to be between you and your spouse that's mm-hmm. okay and protect that also by keeping bitter people out of your marriage and I'm not going to say keep yes. single people I'm saying keep bitter I don't care if they married divorce single me.
1: whatever if
0: they bitter mm-hmm. if they negative negative if they are not in alignment with what you have already established in your marriage keep them out keep them out of there because it's it's not going to bear good fruit in your marriage um but yeah as angel said enjoy each other as ronnie said keep those expectations communicated and clear and adjust them um and lastly i think i would say don't hold on so tight to the plans that you have Yeah. Don't hold on so tight to those plans because only God truly knows the plans that he has for us, right? And the promise with that is that it's for hope and a future and a plan to prosper us and not to harm us. And so allow God to continue to write your love love story within your marriage and enjoy each other. Enjoy the ride. It's one day at a time. You don't get the 50 years, you know, by skipping days. And so we take it one day at a time. Um, and we, we pray and oh, go ahead, Ronnie, what you got? No, I was
1: just going to share before you close, um, uh, a little nugget that you and Angel gave us is find a couple that you can glean from, that you trust, um, and love that's been together for a while, been, been through some things, mm-hmm. um, that you could get advice from because sometimes, you know, it's hard. I mean, it's just you two fighting, um, yeah. and by yourself going through things by yourself and then when you, when you finally get around other couples that you trust and love you'll see that you're not the only one going through some of these things or the only ones who dealt with some of these things so definitely mm-hmm. looking to doing that
0: yeah. i love that all right well this has been an amazing great chat with my friends my new wife tribe angel and ronnie and we're gonna to have to bring them back because this was so good. Was so good. <laughs> There's so much more to talk see. about. Yes, because <laughs> really so be said yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, did y'all want to share like your social information, maybe your brand, so that people can follow you and stay connected to you after this after the
1: episode? Sure, you can follow my home fragrance and decor brand called Scent and Thread on IG and Facebook. That's Scent S E N S-C-E-N-T and threads. Uh, also, my visit my website to get you guys a room for it so you can set the move. for was beautiful date nights. So or even if you just go home by yourself, ww.cent
2: Yes, it'll make you feel the house smell luxurious, okay? <laughs> mm, make you feel sexy. <laughs> Honestly. Um, <laughs> uh, I am angel true. That's true, spell T R U on facebook and instagram that's actress singer and songwriter angel (laughs) true yes ma'am and um i am the only angel true on tiktok and twitter
0: but this has been another episode of great chat make sure that you do like and subscribe and rate this podcast you can also follow me all over social media at preach becca and until next week we will keep the conversation going